geography quiz for us. Uh, it was good. Oh God, really? <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. At first you said it and I was like, that's the nerdiest thing ever. And then I was like, that's also the type of thing that gets us through this quarantine. A hundred percent. It also is one of those things where you're like, oh, I know geography. And then they're like, do you want to name a couple countries in South America? You're like, uh, I don't know anyone who's worse at geography than me, honestly. It's a weird brag, but okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Dude, you want to know how bad I am at geography? When we went to Africa, or maybe oh it was it was maybe it was before that. Yeah, I think it was a little bit before that, but like old enough that this should not have been the case. We were traveling around and I was like, wait a second, isn't Africa on the left side of the map? And they're like, No, it's it's on the east side. It's like it's like you know how there's North America and then Europe and, and everything. Sure. All the places on over the, there. On the northern hemisphere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, Well, where did you think it was? And then I looked at a map and I realized South America and Africa are kind of the same shape. So so I just kind of like blurred them into one another. Holy shit. I know, I know. It was really bad. Also, what does the left side of the map mean? What? That like blows my mind. Retrograde podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom and I am Michaelly Reliable Delivery Service Aaron Word. Yeah, Michaelly. 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 By the way, I've changed my name to Michael. Um, it's <laughs> oh. no longer Mikey. I've grown up. I've actually oh. taken uh, a lot more responsibility in my life. This time on my own has really allowed me to uh, to grasp the nature of my being. Uh, recognize that I'm a I'm a grown I'm a grown boy. Yep. I know that when we first started this podcast, it was uh, I would tell you that I'm 27, ladies. Now I'm an old 31 year old <laughs> hag, and it's about time to let my hair grow gray and uh, and just sit and uh, in- enjoy old age. I well, I think that's great. I'm glad you're using this isolation period for self reflection, uh, growth. Yes. Um, of of hair mainly. Yeah. I I think that is what the, the big lasting outcome of this self-isolation period is, is just realizing how much gray hair everyone has and how long, Mm. how, how fast hair can grow. I don't, I don't think I knew about that. No, no. In fact, I don't know that anyone in the world knew for certain how fast hair grew until this very moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is going to be eye-opening, I think, for a lot of barbers out there, for yes. a lot of uh, for a lot of uh, hairstylists out there. That they they're now they know for sure that no matter what happens, they have a business because hair is going to keep growing, and exactly. they didn't know that before. They no. weren't. They didn't know that. Do you think this will change the style? Like, I actually think I think I'm onto something here. Do you think this will change the style? Like, remember we were like right before the. Uh, quarantine period, everyone's doing like nice and high and tights and fades and like, oh, they got to get their lines in right and stuff like that. Do you think because hair is growing up, people are like, hmm, you know what? And it just and it starts another like long haired period of like hippie Woodstock nonsense. I, I bet I would not be surprised because when else are people going to, whether they want to or not, grow their hair out and see yeah. how it looks? And usually when someone does something like that, like grows a big bushy shitty mustache they convince themselves that it looks good i say as i'm staring into our video chat at my big bushy mustache so like when people come out of this and they have longer hair than usual they're gonna be like this looks great on me i'm keeping this and because they're skipping like the really shitty period of that like middle long hair like you kind of right. look awful and you're like yeah. I'm, I'm so close to getting long hair you know <laughs> yeah might as well keep it going might as well keep it going. i know I know. So that's, that is what we're taking from this period uh, and nothing else, except we've been no. playing video games and watching tons of uh, movies. I hope everyone enjoyed our spoiler cast about the show devs. Uh, yes. And if you didn't, please go check it out or catch up with the show and then go listen to it when you're finished. 
Um, or mustard with the show. Honestly, whatever condiment you want. Ketchup, mustard. You can relish well, the say, show if you really ah, want. Damn it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> oh, it just, yeah. I left that. I should have well, that was a layup. I should have given it to you. I'm a I'm a selfish improviser. That's 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 always been my thing. Yeah, because then you could also sour crowd the fuck is uh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so uh, yeah, so that was a show about devs, but uh Mikey, have you been watching anything else that we should know about? You know what? I actually watched a movie last night because it's getting harder and harder to find things that you haven't seen. So you have to get creative with it. And I know for you, for example, you've been watching a lot of classic movies, like going yes. back into the vault and and not just the Disney vault, like just the vault of movies in general. No. So I kind of took a page out of that book and I'm like, what are movies that I love now? What are directors that I really like? And what are some of their early stuff that I haven't seen? And Taika Waititi, who I, I love and everyone loves because he's amazing. Yep came out with the movie boy in 2010 yeah. i don't know if you've seen it or not yeah, I, did. I watched it last night it was so fucking good yeah it's amazing how much it's basically a prequel to jojo rabbit or like a spiritual relative of jojo rabbit but it was so good and yeah. so heartfelt and if you haven't seen it uh and you're looking for something to watch definitely give that one a shot Ooh, a shot um yeah i i we, you're like you're saying i've been watching a lot of classic movies uh we have an adorable thing here uh, where we every night is a different theme of movie. So like I am the programmer and like the themes are like mindfuck movie or uh, or like, you know, like like obviously. So I want to talk about one thing that we're definitely watching, but um, we I, I have a shitty program or kind of a shitty program, but like an ongoing program every day to kind of watch. And so like on Tuesdays, we watch Dark Side of the Ring on, you know, Wednesdays. Oh, cool. yeah, watch yeah, Survivor. Yeah, yeah. And but on Mondays, it's now MJ Mondays for Michael Jordan. Oh, for uh, Last Dance? The Last Dance. Have you seen The Last Dance? I haven't seen a single oh. episode of it yet, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. So two episodes air every Sunday. Uh, at this point, the first four episodes will have aired. Um, but I, I just... Air I mean, Jordan? What? <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of thing that happens. We're just going kooky crazy. And I say something like that and uh, everyone loses their shit. That uh, was a layup. Um, is, hey. hey, slam dunk. Uh, is um, it's, the, the program is incredible. I don't, I don't need to be the one billionth person to kind of get into your ears and go, hey, this documentary is really good. Right. But it is, it, there is something really special about it because, you know, the, the loss of monoculture in general is just, you know, I, I think there's good and bad. I think we, we get sad about it way too much, I think, because like, it's like, oh, it's too bad. Not everyone watched the finale of MASH together. Um, right, 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 right. But it is. And like, I think Game of Thrones was the, one of the last ones where people were watching all together uh, as much as possible. Um, and and Avengers Endgame, I think, was was pretty similar to that. Sure, yeah, but I, I mean, like an episodic, like television yeah, 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 show yeah, where yeah, people have yeah. to catch up every week. I think this or is- Or mustard. Or just relish oh, it. Oh, fuck off. Or sauerkrauted. <laughs> sauerkrauted indeed. Uh, is, is, it's nice to have this because this was not supposed to air till the summer. It was not supposed to air till July. And they moved it up because of people being stuck in their homes. And I think right. people are like appreciative of this, you know, um, it's it's not a coincidence that it's really good. It's the same guy that did the Audrey the Giant documentary or the Fab Four Thirty for Thirty. Um, Iverson, right? Uh, yeah, and so like it's just it. I'm really glad that it's about the last season and not just Michael Jordan. I yeah. think that could have gotten like it is essentially about Michael Jordan. But I'm glad that there are different characters that they're using and stuff like that. And and like it's been fun because you know watching with my player too, who's not always been the biggest basketball historian. Uh, right but is enjoying it and gets to ask like really like involved questions of going like well wait why is this and i'm like okay so okay yeah to understand that is like like <laughs> like after the second episode like i had to go to her i'm like 
So she, she, she was asking about like, well, Michael Jordan's kids, that must've been kind of tough. And I'm like, life with Michael might not have been tough. And I said, oh. well, it's important to know that Michael Jordan's dad did not love him. And right. like, they had a very contentious relationship. And so now passing that on to his own kids. And I'm like, now we get to have these conversations that I just did not expect to have about Michael Jordan. But, yeah, especially watching a basketball documentary. That's I that's know. pretty cool, actually. Wait, I, so so are you saying that that uh, this show? Because I, I haven't seen it. Is it is it uh, aided by a past knowledge of basketball or Michael Jordan, or is it kind of self contained? Like you don't need that. It's completely self contained. You don't need it if you want to have context that will help. Like maybe you can uh, you know really sauerkraut some moments, like you know really relish them. <laughs> but uh, like there are moments where you're like, ooh, like I know. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it predicts you could see what's coming in the future. Like having Steve Kerr on there, like I'm not going to spoil some, it's history. So I'm not like spoiling anything here, but like having Steve Kerr on there is very interesting because Steve Kerr was a bench player for the 97 Bulls. He wasn't, a, right. he wasn't a, a key player. He did hit one very important shot, but he's now the coach of the Golden State Warriors, who has now right. become the winningest team of all time. And now the new dynasty and all this kind of stuff. He's also incredibly well-spoken, but there's a more important moment in the season where Steve Kerr stands up to Michael and tells him to fuck off and like pushes him and Michael punches him in the jaw and, Whoa. and Michael like felt awful and was like, well, just beating himself up. And the next day he calls Steve to apologize. And in that moment, Steve won. And it kind oh. of, that team like kind of came together a little bit to go like, Oh, okay. Wait, you know, and forever Michael Jordan kind of respected Steve Kerr because he's one of the few people that ever stood up to him. So it's like there are moments like that where you're like, why is Steve Kerr being interviewed? And I'm like, oh, that's probably going to come up. Right, right. Um, but I will say their interviews and the interview style that they've done is just really incredible. Having like, so the big moment that I want to talk about that everyone saw is, is Barack Obama and Bill Clinton are both in this uh, being interviewed briefly. And the the sublet for, for Barack Obama's headliner is Barack Obama, former Chicago resident. And Oh, and that's so, amazing. And so I love pe that. People are like, what the fuck is that all about? But what the director explained, I think is really important and kind of, well, I think if you're on the fence about watching this, we'll help you watch it. He said, I didn't want to get the president of the United States to speak on this just because he was the president of the United States. That doesn't add anything to it. That's it. Like, I don't want celebrities just speaking about it because they can speak about it. Right. Barack Obama can bring to it because he used to go to the games in the eighties when he could afford tickets. Like true, Bill true, Clinton true. was on this because he was the Arkansas governor when Scottie Pippen was playing in Arkansas. And so he used to go down to see Scotty and that's why he spoke about it. And so when right. it says Bill Clinton, it doesn't say former president, it says former governor, uh, former oh, Arkansas oh, resident. It's their relation to the team at the time that exactly. this was going on. Oh, that's so, cool. I like that. So it's really smart in the way that they kind of like introduce each character. And, uh, and also I just want to say before we move on the drip on Pat Riley. Oh, that guy is just, just dripping sex. Every time he comes on stage, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I always look at like Pat Riley. And every time I look over at uh, my player too, and I'm like, don't get any thoughts that guy. No, no, no. Like he's, he's mine. He's, he's mine. Oh, I'm going to kiss that guy in the mouth if I see him. <laughs> I, I got to watch that show. I've been excited. I also, I didn't realize because I just saw Michael Jordan trending everywhere. And I was like, what's like, why is he now being spoken about so oh. much? And, and I didn't realize that the last dance was why up until about a week ago. And then I, I kind of missed the boat on everyone watching it at the same time. Um, but I definitely got to catch up on that. Yeah, it comes out on Netflix like on Mondays in Canada. Uh, it airs Sunday nights on ESPN um, and they air two episodes. So two hour long episodes every Sunday for uh, 10 parts for so five weeks. Oh, damn. Yep. So it's basically two hours of new content every... Two hours of new content. Week. So, yeah. 
it's 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 pretty exciting that they did that. I'm glad they moved it up. It also just like big props to the director. They were editing like episode eight when episode one aired. Like, oh damn! So yeah. they they just kind of like well, I guess if they thought they had a few more months with this, yeah. Then, yeah. I just couldn't imagine that that like oh my god, that pressure would be just unbelievable. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, you so- say you say uh, big big props to the director. Uh, I wanted to to give some props to a couple of our listeners. We we had a, I had a couple of funny interactions actually uh, over the course of the last week through our Instagram account, um, and then just checking out some reviews and stuff. This uh, this this one it kind of tickled me a little bit, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me bringing oh, it up because um, because we have we have people reaching out to us to you know to give us some some shout outs or props or ask us questions or recommend games, and we 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 recommend everyone do the, the same thing. But a dude named a dude named Adam eighty five on Instagram reached out with some really kind words uh and i was like hey by the way out of curiosity um how did you find out about us i always like to ask that to find you know is it is it personal growth is it is it an ad is it this or that and he's like no you know what i i googled manhunt podcasts oh no and, and listened to it and i was like it's like interesting and he's like yeah you guys are totally wrong about manhunt <laughs> manhunt is my favorite game of all time uh, and, and, and to his credit, he said that on the Xbox, it uses the second, uh, 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 joystick. Con- uh joystick as, as, as a camera, which, which helps a lot. But I said to him, I was like, uh, I was like, that's interesting. It's your favorite game. Have you tried, um, yeah. other games? <laughs> and, and he's just like, he, he hasn't responded yet. So, so we're, we're going to hope to see, but favorite game manhunt just that I had to bring that up because that is one of the most absurd things I've ever heard. No, like not a shot at you, Adam, a kind of a shot, but like <laughs> manhunt. That's, that's nuts. Uh, move over Brian Bland. We have someone else with bad taste in this uh, <laughs> podcast family. Yeah. His second favorite game is celebrity deathmatch <laughs> of all time. It's great. Uh, I also just wanted favorite- to say uh, a quick, a quick thanks as well to uh, to Matty Mo Fucking Ice. Uh, I don't know how to really pronounce that game. Great review and a great guy also reached out to us. And Jeremy G gave us a really nice review on Stitcher as well. Um, uh, I just wanted to to give some shout outs there, build that community because that's uh, that's kind of the be all end all that we do. This is to interact with you guys. Well, we appreciate you listening. I, I wonder what Adam's second favorite game is. Is it just turning off the TV and staring at an un- like a turned off television or like? <laughs> Like, like when manhunt is over i just you know just stare out the window like oh he just he just stares deep into like a, a plastic bag and, and thinks about all the things he can do with it yeah yeah a real american beauty style yeah um well oh, thank man. you very much for listening uh for the last yeah, time um, i guess um what, what about, yeah seriously i i worry about that because like some people are so nice and they reach out to us and i'm like should i be a like i if you said that i would be a bit of a dick to you so i'm like i guess i can't just be nice to someone even though they say their favorite game is manhunt yeah um you know what actually that brings up a good question okay because uh, i was thinking about this earlier and it's related to the game that we're going to be doing today which is totally reliable delivery service for those mm. of you who are paying attention it will get into the game specifically a little bit later but uh to lead into it it's a new game it came out april 1st and it's not getting amazing reviews but it is apparently just a lot of fun it's a co-op game it's physics based it's super super silly so you'll notice it's not getting it's not getting amazing reviews but it is a lot of fun and that's kind of why we want to talk about it. it's on xbox uh, game pass so you can play it essentially for free right now if you have game pass and that's kind of what we're trying to explore right now but it it, it brought up this question to me of games that you've loved um or got a lot of enjoyment out of in spite of the fact that it they have bad reviews or have otherwise been been received poorly um do you have any games like that in your past like games wow. that you for some reason were obsessed with like I, there, there was this one shooter game that was so non-specific. I think it was called like Mercury Rising, or, or no, that's that's the name uh, of it. That's, yeah. a, that's a movie. That's yeah, a movie. that's a movie. Yeah. 
Um, but it was this first person shooter game. Um, actually, it may have been. Yeah, no, it is. It's Mercury Mercury oh, Rising wow. was, was the name of this of the shooter. Was it and the video game from the movie? It wasn't the video game from the movie. It was more of a, a war, a war game. And for some wow. reason, it just wasn't well received. But I did something which I don't normally do and rented it before reading one of the oh. reviews. Like back in the day, I've been I've always talked about how much I followed reviews and wouldn't play a game unless I were convinced I was going to like it. And I do a ton of research on it beforehand. Um, but this game, I just kind of winged it, got it, loved it, and then found out that it was reviewed as like a four and a five. And I played the shit out of that game, like beat it, played it through through it again, and was just baffled at at how it was poorly received. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I'm trying to think. Like, I, 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 I didn't take as many chances as you did. Like, you, you put a lot of research when you were a kid, and like, you tried to like really plan out and plan out and uh, map out all the games you were going to play and stuff like that. I think I was much more attracted to just like popular games. So it's kind of hard to like, I think the only excuses I have for this one are just continually to buying sports franchises that are clearly degrading in quality. Like, right. 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 There's just no way the Madden and NBA 2K franchises of 2020 are just taking the same strides. And really I should, if I was smart with my money, should have just saved $150 or something right, like that right. every month, every every year, excuse me, that I pay for those games and just like wait for them to actually, you know, improve. Um, See that that's interesting because I've I found uh, uh, so I the the sport this main sports game that I still play is the NHL franchise, mm. but I don't buy it every year. And last year I did buy it, and it went on sale the new version. So I'm playing NHL like I have NHL 19 and NHL 20 is out it came out last october september october and it just went on sale last week and i almost got it for like 30 bucks 40 bucks and then i i considered it and i'm like what really am i gonna get out of this should i just play like get get it out of my system and play nhl 19 and i did that and it was totally fine because it's not like i'm playing it every day so i don't even know what the improvements are i'm fine with nhl 19 so like you say, it's just knowing that there's a better version out there, I think, that makes you feel like you have to get it. But if you just are content playing the same game, then then so be it. Well, you know, it's funny. It actually kind of made me think about uh, Riley Little uh, posts on, on Twitter through the Walmart account about what makes you want to pre-order a game. Okay. And it's funny because I was thinking, I was thinking how stupid it is that we pre-order games. They, yes. in, in a lot of cases, give you nothing. Um, it's not even that you like, you have to get now deluxe versions or platinum or whatever you want to call them plus versions right. to play early, um, or get anything, which are now 8,900, hundred something dollars. Yeah, so just to pay so the $70 that you can get, cause it's digital. It's not like there's all oh, we write my, my run out of copies. Um, is it like, why am I pre-ordering anything at all? Why would I ever pre-order right. anything? Like, it, you know, it made sense before when, when game stores would only get physical copies yeah. and they'd have. 20 or so and it's yeah. like do i line up when it comes out or do i just play this game now or or or, or uh, pre-order this game now i don't remember the last time i bought a physical copy of a game i'm no. pure digital now the one problem with that is like i, I find myself constantly deleting older games that yeah. i that you know in my mind i'm like well i wasn't gonna play that anyway but what i'm really enjoying right now about about you know the the uh bit the bump in free time let's let's call it that that we have now is i'm treating my game collection more like i would treat uh netflix where 
I have so many games that I that I own that I haven't finished, and I I'm keeping myself very elastic with what I play. Some days I'll play Return of the Oberdin or Doom because I got the new Doom game, oh. uh, or Overwatch or Sekiro or like there's so or or, or I, I was playing a bit of Gears Five yesterday because that's still on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and it's just it's it's this real fun way of approaching games that I'd never really approached before because it's it's very fluid. So having the digital copies and being forced to erase the older games that I have means that those are never the games that i'm just going to turn on on a whim and right. i'm liking the ability to do so yeah i usually am rotating between like four games but usually they're then a sports related or um you know frivolous shooter oh i kind of want to do talk about this though so <laughs> last week um fortnite had uh five different travis scott concerts oh I saw that. That was fucking cool, man. I don't care what anyone said. I don't even like Travis Scott and I don't like Fortnite, but I saw those videos. I, it's it, This game continues to amaze me because it kind of makes you question what a video game is in a lot of right. ways. I need to remind everyone, this game is free. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And so I'll go, I'll jump in there because it's just a short, isolated game that could last five minutes. It could last 20 minutes, but never last usually more than that. And um, and I, you get down to certain areas and you see like a construction crew, like that's kind of like pausing. You're like, well, what the hell's that? And you're like, okay, wait, I got to knock a shot. And then you kind of run around for a bit. But every time you're like, every day got a little bit bigger and like more advanced. And I'm like, what the hell are they building? What? And like <laughs> so much so that I'm treating it like it's real. And, right, and then, right, right. And then it's a stage and the Travis, Travis Scott, like inflatable heads start popping up everywhere. And you're like, like it, like, like it was actually being built. Like right, instead of right. overnight, oh, here's a new map, deal with it, you know. It's just like it shows you the progress. And I just I'm constantly amazed by this game and the thoughtfulness it puts into this and how it can keep people on its toes. I, I just it's not the greatest See, game in the world. But man, holy God, this is the question I have about this game is because I'm watching videos of it and I'm like, everyone in the world is watching this Travis Scott concert. And I'm like, aren't they supposed to be shooting each other right now? Like, like it's this concept of the game where you're, you're a hundred percent right where it questions what the video game is because it's almost, you know, you have these games like second life or whatever it is. And it's these chat rooms that like, this is specifically for living a virtual life. And I guarantee you nothing in second life has ever uh, matched the communal feeling of everyone choosing to put their guns away to yeah. watch a concert in a game. Um, so it, it's, it is that weird blending of that line. Yeah. And you, you talk about it. You're like, keep in mind, this game is free. Get Take a get. I, I, I'd be very curious. We'll never find out how much money Travis Scott's people had to pay oh, for this advertisement. Absolutely. And every time Marvel skins come out or Star Wars has a thing or like, I, that's how they're making their money for sure. But yeah. just on the user end, I, I don't care if that billion dollar company has to pay for oh, stuff. Oh, 100%. That's great. On the user no. end, us having, having to pay very little is incredible and just only was capitalized by the fact that like Travis Scott is now a skin in the game. You can play as Travis Scott and, and that comes with emotes and like different things like that. And so uh, like the other day I was just playing and, and again, my player two had a comment going, did Travis Scott just kill you? And he's, <laughs> and he's holding a flaming microphone stand like, ah! and I'm like, crap. <laughs> that's actually really cool yeah. i don't know why i haven't gotten into fortnite i just i don't think i need another one of those types of games because like overwatch is my version of that and i'm trying to even 
dial that back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm loving playing all these random games. Did you, did you like, apart from the, the sports franchises, are there any other games off the top of your head that you loved that other people either didn't play or, or didn't love quite so much? You know, I don't, I can't really think of them. I, I, I either that or I buried them or I just never explored the fact that these might be bad games. I, you know, yeah. it's funny that every once in a while, fish. this really happens in childhood more than anything else is that like, you really love a movie and then you find out later, you're like, oh, everyone hated that movie. Yeah, like, yeah, I love that movie. And then you go back and watch it. You're like, oh, OK, well, I get it. But yeah, that's um, been one of the disappointing things about us playing or, or doing this podcast yeah, is that yeah. we have to we force ourselves to explore those games that were not good, that we just they hit on all the right cylinders yeah. at the right time. But by by objective standards, we're not a good game. Yeah, but yeah, like that, and, and like man, like manhunt, exactly. Yeah, and like absolutely yeah. celebrity deathmatch. Jesus Christ. Who are our listeners? What is oh going on gosh. here? <laughs> Um, we, uh, actually, no, Man, we, we've been getting some good recommendations on, taste? no, that's a good question. We, we've, we've been getting some good suggestions on, <laughs> on new games to do as well. And, um, I, I, I think that, that we have to hold off on doing them until you and I can sit in the same room and play them together. But, um, I'm excited to play some of those and reveal uh, some of the suggestions that we've got. Um, but apart from that, Andrew, uh, are there any other games that you're playing right now? Well, I, I'm now jumping back into MLB the show. Um, okay. we, which, which is a really good way to waste time. Like, it's just like yeah. a baseball game takes 45 minutes in this game. Jesus like, Christ. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. And so, Why? like, if you could play one a day, you're like, oh, that's a lot of baseball. So, I mean, I guess it's it used to be. I remember when I first started playing the NHL franchise and most sports games in general, back when they were a little bit more arcadey, like games would be. 10 minutes yeah. like maybe 10 minutes long like uh, it, like quarters in a basketball game were like two and a half minutes of simulated time or, or three minutes of simulated time right. nowadays like a game of nhl will take about 35 minutes yeah well I, I will say in mlb the show they 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 do say like here's the different ways you can play play the whole game and it says like around 45 minutes underneath and it tells you like like put it out there and then also like manager mode sim mode like all these different types of ways to right. like if you really want to play and get this game going you can speed it up if you wanted to um so like i've gotten into that but i actually have been looking at the game passes a lot and stuff especially because we have them now for the retrograde i've been trying to go like okay now where are the list much like i'm doing with um old movies and stuff like that and trying to check boxes of movies i haven't seen i'm trying to like do this with games about like okay what's yeah. the important game i haven't played yet yeah. Well, I mean, an important game, if you haven't played it yet and you're and you're listening, uh, that just came to Game Pass is Red Dead Redemption 2, Ooh. a game on which you and I are very much split in oh terms of our opinions. Um, it's funny because every time like there are certain games out there. So so to, to provide some backstory, Andrew, like most of the world, absolutely yeah. loves Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. I, like Neo, who has taken the red pill, can see through all the bullshit and oh recognize God. that the mechanics of that game are very very bad um although the world is amazing and the story is amazing and the atmosphere is amazing everything is top notch the gameplay itself is flat out bad in that game okay conversation for another time sure. i know that everyone else thinks that i'm wrong about that and I'll, I'll i'll take my licks there but um every time i bring up the fact that i don't like the game um people think that it's like legit shock jock like i'm saying this for attention that's not the case and andrew you know this i've tried so many times to like this game i've legitimately sunk about 65 hours into it right and it just doesn't i it has not there are moments where i'm like this is great 
And then there are other moments where I'm like, if I have to auto lock another headshot onto onto nine bad guys at, at, in in a row, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Um, and I do, and I have, and my mind is yeah, gone, and I'll never think- find it because it's somewhere in that world that's like 18 miles square per town. Like it's fucking enormous. It is enormous. Too big. Too big. It's, I it's, I love it. it's too big. I uh, is I I think it's shocked up because like whereas you might have been in the middle where you're like, well. This game's not for me. It's now so divisive. It's pushed you into going, I hate this. I hate every single person that made this game and I want to burn Rockstar to the ground. And it's like, well, I, what what happened? Like, you know, like what did they do? Well, to you? yeah. I mean, I mean there's so Okay, uh, let me let me clarify by saying this. Okay. Red Dead Redemption 2 is not a bad game. Okay? It's Thank it's you. not a bad game. Um <laughs> That's all that I'll give it. Oh, it's, wow. it's 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 lovingly crafted. It's incredibly detailed, impeccably detailed. Some might yeah, say yeah, yeah. Um, the skill that had to have gone into making it is top notch. Yeah, but you can't take a shot at a game that everyone loves without going a little bit farther the other way because you have to overcompensate. Like for me, as someone who thinks it's a good game, to hear everyone talk about how it's the best game of all time. It, like my only reaction can be to react with some of the same momentum, but in the other direction. Like Mikey, I, I have to drag that on Twitter. You called it ambient. <laughs> like, yeah, it is ambient. It's, it's It'll not... fucking it'll make you fall fucking asleep. I Tell me it. it won't put you to sleep. No, it will put you to sleep. I just loved it. Like it went from, you're like, you're right. It is beautifully crafted. I like, I'm not, I'm trying not to be aggressive, about it. I'm like, you called it ambient. You're like, yeah, fuck that game. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, so, <laughs> I just, it's incredible because Red Dead Redemption 2 did something that I think is really hard to do. It won all these awards, games of the year and stuff like that, and was the best-selling game of the year. Like, it's usually those two aren't related. It's kind of like the Oscar doesn't usually go to the most popular movie. Um, So it is funny that you found a corner that has upset most people. Like, it is like critics (laughs) and people, normal people like us like this game and you're like you know what you're all wrong it's like oh yeah hey i'm taking the red pill dude i'm i'm living in plato's cave i've escaped i've come back and guess what happens the person who escapes plato's cave Uh sees the light comes back into the cave and everyone thinks he's fucking crazy because he's talking about shit they've never seen well i've seen it yeah okay you haven't seen it so mikey is can you can you nominate another game that you would put over red dead redemption 2 just because, and the only reason I say this is because Dark Souls. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Dark because Souls is, is is a better game. I was gonna say because I can't think of. We talk about the video games we play all the time on this podcast, and I can't think of a narrative game that you have finished. You know, in recently, like you know, you're still working on Sekiro. You're still working. On, like, so I'm just trying to think of like what's another game that you're like, I finished this. I love this. This was so good. Um, that, that's a good question. No, no, I and and it's it's a problem that I've been dealing with, and I've brought it up on this podcast before. And it's honestly, this is not unique to me, but there's a phenomenon out there from people who have played through Dark Souls franchise, like oh like God. like the Dark Souls franchise. No, no, I'm I'm like you think I'm making this up? Look it up online. It's a phenomenon where people who've played through those games it kind of ruins other games for you because they're just not as good. Like they just are not as good. (laughs) It's honestly like you, this, okay. I understand objectively how this sounds absurd, but, but go to Reddit and, and search this topic up. And there are a ton of people out there who have trouble playing other games because dark souls is so perfect that it's just hard to go back to anything. I'm trying to give an analogy, but like at 21, you went to like Noma 
in, in Norway, the best restaurant in the world. And then every meal you just like kind of like sadly put down your utensils and go like, wasn't the same. Like <laughs> it's that's kind of what it is. Or it's like, like if in a more, in a darker way, it would be like, like, uh, uh, like heroin. The first time you do it, it's great. And then yeah. trying other drugs and you're like, this is not going to get out of the way. So eventually I have to go back to heroin or yeah. like, you know, or, or maybe a better way would be like going from coffee to decaf. And you're like, I get oh. that the, the ceremony is the same, but it doesn't give me the same kick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think without having played Dark Souls for a single second, which is something we're going to do on this podcast one day, I, I, only when we can be in the same room together that we're going to going to do it together for like a month <laughs> or something <laughs> stupid, uh, is, uh, is it seems like you need to have a certain amount of personality. You need to have a certain type of personality to enjoy the Dark Souls games. You have to enjoy punishment and grinding and like, you know, that level of thing where I don't know... I, I, it's, that's very interesting because I don't think that is for everyone because everyone wants to like succeed like this. We play video games for that little bit of like endorphin trip of like I succeeded at something. Yay. You know, sure. um, you know, and how hard you want to work on it is kind of maybe the question. Yeah, I think I don't think so. Here, Here's the distinction that I would make. I don't think you need to have that in you. Okay. That willingness to accept punishment and find success in the sliver, like like find enjoyment in the sliver of success that you're dished out over the 40, 50 hours it takes to beat the game mm-hmm. your first time through. But you need to be able and willing to build that uh, personality. I didn't have it before. I hated losing in video games. I hated frustration. I didn't yeah. get it. I Punching never thought I was like, yeah, yeah, 100%. But but the franchise, Dark Souls and, and Bloodborne and, and now kind of Sekiro um, taught me how to find enjoyment out of that and how to, to treat death and failing in video games as part of the process. Um, that's, you know, I've said this a million times, but the most significant thing I think about that game is that you start to learn that experience in the game, like experience points is yeah. not as important as your experience playing the game. So right. I can try and fail and try and fail 20 times over and lose all my experience, but that doesn't matter because at the same time I'm gaining uh, uh, knowledge and mechanical abilities in the game that you can't take away from me no matter how many times I die. I think that's that's pretty key. If we made May uh, a, a month where you could not speak about Dark Souls, how oh much God. do you think you could talk about video games? Not as much as I'd want to, man. <laughs> like, it, it's now become that touchstone for me. Like, it's just so... every Everything has to be compared to that because it's the best. Uh, you um, know what's so funny? I'm going to start talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 the same way and just slowly see you go crazy. Just going like, well, in Red Dead Redemption 2, there was this... <laughs> carefully crafted thing that no one understands not enough people get it and you know whatever you know like it's not for everybody uh you know what let's let's try it for the month of may month of may every time i bring up dark souls what like i'll try not to yeah uh i i, I think we'll have to play like a drop like a buzzer or something like that okay we'll call you that out sounds for good. it I, I, like that. I like that yeah yeah fair fair i gotta do push-ups on air or something like that <laughs> The Dark Souls, the Dark Souls punishment is is now alive and well, which is very apropos for the game. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, speaking of a game that yeah, that's not going to have under like basically the opposite <laughs> of Dark Souls, where <laughs> failure is the game itself, and that's where the comedy comes from. So this is the kind of game I think that you and I have to understand. The success is not the goal. The goal is having fun and the friends we made along the way yeah Yeah. exactly um so this game you mentioned it came out april 1st 2020 again it's totally reliable delivery service it was developed by we're five games published by tiny build tiny build known for such games as hell point and hello neighbor and pathologic 2 and secret neighbor 
Um, for some reason, they love neighbors and the Rory's hell? games <laughs> all the time. And we're five games as well. Uh, it's out now on the PS4, Android, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, you can also get it on PC, obviously, and Mac. So it's kind of described as a physics. So it's self-described actually on on the website as a physics game about terrible delivery drivers. So <laughs> get it out of your head that this is going to be a uh, a phenomenal story-driven game that we're going to get a lot out of. It's not. <laughs> we're just going to play it for for some time. Uh, you can play up to four uh, players at a given time, uh, or like co-op. Mm-hmm. So uh, let us be your guinea pigs <laughs> and determine whether or not uh, this is worth getting some friends together and playing online. Like I said, you can play it for free if you have Xbox Game Pass. I, it may even be on the, the PlayStation now. Not 100% sure. Should have checked that out, but you know we don't do our jobs very well. <laughs> yeah. um, so Andrew, I, 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 I'm curious based on screenshots videos whatever preliminary look you've done at this game um and i'm not sure how much you you really dug into it or we're saving it as more of a surprise for today but uh what what are your thoughts what like what is what is what is your instinct are you gonna like this game or no um i think i will like this game more than you uh i think okay i think if you want to go back to our little red dead uh, dark souls talk there i think you demand excellence out of these things where I can uh, bathe in in the shit that is created by these awful games. Um, yeah, good is the enemy of great, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stops progress. I, I think uh, I enjoy these hyper-competitive cooperative games too, where it is kind of flawed. Like I'm a huge fan of Overcooked um, just because of not the game. I don't think it's the game. It's the situation it puts you in with people you love <laughs> so that I can turn to you and scream, where's my fucking lettuce? And I really mean every ounce of that. <laughs> but then the game's off and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> so that, that, so I, I, I love your description of that where the game is not about the game. It, the game is about your interactions with the people with whom you're playing the game. Yeah. So I think based on that, I will enjoy it. Like, I don't think that like a game that you and I love to play is NBA playgrounds, yes. which is, which is a game that doesn't have amazing reviews, but that you and I fucking love. I, there, so that, you, like, there's a good example. There. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of game where I don't think the mechanics are perfect in that game by any stretch, but it's about your and my interaction while we're playing the game yeah. that I think, it's it's like playing a board game or Yahtzee or something. It's not about the mechanics of the game itself. It's about how you're interacting with the people you're playing with. So I think I might actually enjoy it. Oh. I don't know that it's a game that I'm going to pick up and play all the time, but I think it's a good excuse to just kind of dick around with some friends. Oh, absolutely. Now, the... The one thing that I did want to say is because, uh, you know, for those of you who listen to the podcast, typically what we do is we go back, uh, we take a look at at some retro games that we grew up on. We rate them as we remember them in the past. Then we play them and rate them as they stand up in the modern day. But every so often we have an episode like this where it's a game neither of us have played. It's more of a modern game. And what we're what we we want to do with it is play the game. Uh, and then give it a rating as what we thought we would have liked it back as kids and then rate it as we actually enjoy it now. So yeah. it, it depends on, we kind of have to factor in our own interpretation of how we played video games back in the day and, and see how that, that shapes up here. For sure. You know, like, I think the reason we're doing this kind of stuff is, you know, I think we don't want to, we want to respect the process and respect the system that we've created here and like not do like Mario Kart while not being able to play together. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It would go against everything that we wanted to do. So we're now trying to throw in more fun cooperative games that are trying to get two things, play with other people, even though you're not in the same room with them. Perfect. And be price conscious about stuff because, you know, money's tight right now. So this one's free on Game Pass, you know, if you're paying for Game Pass, of course. So it kind of checks both boxes. I, 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 
we have also always decried the fact that the the downfall of cooperative games on yeah. on the podcast and not cooperative games in which we're both going to shoot people or we're both on the same sports team. This ones that are genuinely creative about ways that you can play together. And this feels like it checks those boxes. It, it really does. And that's, that's why I almost didn't want to read the reviews on this game because I thought that the experience would be better if it just existed as it was like, there was a lot of hype going into this game because it, when it was being uh, unveiled at different game conferences and, and people had a chance to play it in those little five to 10 minute snapshots, everyone was talking about it. Like it was a fantastic game. And I right. think it's only when you have to sit down with it for eight or nine hours um, that it starts to drag a little bit. Now, with that said, um, let's talk a little bit about it's current uh, reception, like how it's being received right now. Um, so we'll take a look at the Metacritic score. Andrew, yeah. do you want the uh, the good news or the bad news first? Well, I can imagine what the bad news is going to be. So give me the good news. <laughs> the good news is the we can highest... play this game. <laughs> And is, it comes with it comes with an off button. So yeah. great. This is a game that we will play. And the bad news is <laughs> we have to play it. Oh, um, no. The the good news <laughs> is that the highest Metacritic score it has is on the Xbox One, which is where we're playing it. <laughs> That's the best news. Okay. That's the best news there is. Oh, wow. The bad news is yeah. that the average scores are never higher than 61 nice uh okay yeah. <laughs> oh yeah 61 okay still above 50 that's eight away from being real nice <laughs> super nice <laughs> super nice uh and it's about now talk uh, about talk about a cooperative experience yes absolutely 69ing <laughs> it's also 359 from being really nice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so i don't know it? like i i don't i don't know honestly you, yeah, you explained it to me off, off mic okay um i don't know uh what to expect from this game i think we need to go in blind uh throw away our notions of how it's been reviewed yeah and just try to have a good time with it uh th yeah it's the only thing we can do we yeah. we are in a positive mood we want to like things we want this to yeah. work so that we can play this game with you know all the d-pads out there but uh yeah, let's go see. Yeah, let's let's go. See. <laughs> We're trying to be really positive, guys. It's gonna be great. So, oh, fuck. I me. can't stop crying. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Oh. All right, let's do this. We'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah. Ooh, good music. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the guy skating. Yeah, the, apparently it's just like moving in this game is ridiculously hard, and that's kind of the point. Like our goal is to deliver packages from one place to another, right. and it's hard to even like pick up a package in this game. But as long as the package gets there, we're good. It's basically we're the UPS of of this world. Doesn't matter what shape the package is in, as long as it gets there. Oh, we can customize our character though. We got to do that. I need the mustache though. I was. You're definitely gonna get the mustache. By the way, I don't know anything about our made-up characters, but they're definitely from Chicago. They're hundred percent. They love hoagies. They love hoagies. Ah, <laughs> uh, the bears. Okay, so this is absurd. So basically, the way the physics, the physics are purposely topsy turvy. So just picking up a box and putting it where it's supposed to be is like a process. Oh wait, here, come with me. Come with me. I see something. Oh, you see something? Okay. I see a fire extinguisher, and this is gonna be good. Oh shit! Get him! Don't worry for you! Oh my god! 
I'm holding out both hands. Here you go. All right, I'm, I'm going for a ride, man. Oh my god, you're gone. I can't even see you anymore. Holy it's so shit. Far up. It's so far up. Oh my god. I'm on the top. Mikey, you disappeared from the screen. I'm on top of a mountain. Oh, oh yo. Oh cool. I got okay, so I just populated a uh, uh, a helicopter into this world. And we need to deliver this package here. So the ice block? So it's ice. Do you want me to fly and you grab it or? What are we doing? Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna hang on to the side of the here you go. I think I'm hanging oh wait, no, I'm not hanging on yet to the to the helicopter. Oh shit, don't take off yet. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just figuring out what the hell the controls are. I'm trying to hold on to the ice block with one hand. Okay, I got it. Go for it. I'm okay, so I'm one hand hanging on to <laughs> Oh my god the helicopter and one hand hanging on to the package. Andrew's flying the helicopter. There we go. Oh, oh you're not doing too bad. Where are we, where uh, we're we? going towards the the green icon to your right. Oh, I see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Why we're is going it down. Anymore? Why Andrew, is it Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> oh my god! It exploded. Button. All right, here we go. So watch this. Delivery canceled. I'm going to start this delivery again, and we'll do it from scratch. Yeah. There you go. So here, I'll show you. I'll show you. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Load that in the back. Well, how do I do that? If you if you if you grab it with both hands and then raise your oh there you go just hold on to the can you hold on to the uh, thing while we go okay so yeah I think I am all right here you go we're going, we're going we're going to the top of the mountain are we the smartest people okay Mikey seriously oh, oh my oh, god Mikey <laughs> don't worry we're good we're good we're just we're good. as I was saying are we the smartest people in the world yeah more or less <laughs> the camera moves all willy-nilly and the physics of the package is making it really hard to, to steer the truck because as, oh as the package goes so too does the uh golf cart shift and why is the camera changing the camera is just changing on me randomly if 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 it wasn't hard enough to control the characters the vehicle controls are bewildering but like I get that that's kind of the appeal. Like, it's not yeah. supposed to be hyper-realistic. It's supposed to be no, like insane. Oh, this is supposed to be realistic? Oh, shit, no! No, no, no Mikey! Oh, oh my God! Straight off of now. us off a cliff. Just follow the road. Take your time. Look at me going with one hand. Except that number is going down 37%. Is that the damage to it? I think so. Probably the package damage. It's, the characters just look like they're constantly fighting everything around them. Gravity mainly. There you go. Squeaky right, bridges the ships. Okay. Check this out. Look how look how well I can do this. Pick up the package, put it in the back. See? Look how much danger I'm gonna put his head. Okay, let's go. Alright. Oh fuck me! <laughs> he threw me from the car. Fucky, you gotta hold on. <laughs> It, there's nothing to hold on to for something. Okay, here you go. I'm good. I'm good. Nope, nope. That's the package. Okay, I'm good. No, I'm not. Okay, yes, I am. And welcome back to the retrograde. Hey, boys and girls, do I have a package for you? Oh boy. Yeah, immediately take that back. Okay. That's not <laughs> boys and girls. Boys and uh, girls. Yes, adult boys and girls. <laughs> Consenting of right age boys and girls.
Yeah. Um, wow, that game was fucking silly. That was oh so silly. Oh my god, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I laughed harder at that than I have in years. Like, I, I can't remember the last time I was laughing with tears streaming down my face, like Mikey's Coldplay songs. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and like, but it was like frustrating, but still funny, not frustrating, like, oh my god, fuck this game. Well, it's so absurd and so silly and so nonsensically difficult that you can't let it get you frustrated. It's no. just like, it's so clear that the point of the game is to not have any control over what's going on yeah. that if you're unable to put that aside. Um, you're not going to enjoy the game. But as long as you're able to say that the point of this game is not to succeed, it's to have fun. Yeah make friends along the way then you're good <laughs> i or make enemies i i think the uh i think the best part too is that you can't play this alone so like i guess you can but you can't it would be so fucking hard it would be that, so hard to play this alone. the difference between playing one player which would be just frustrating and i hate this game and why are we playing this to playing co-op where you were laughing the whole time yeah if you yeah. if you want to i just couldn't imagine taking this game seriously though and i, I think that's kind of like one of the things that will probably bring it down in its score but it was trying to do one thing it's inherently silly the controls for the characters are like they're on ice and they float like yeah. there's just kind of no in between and, and the they fall shake you're basically like controlling a weeble like you know those weeble and they wobble yeah. and they don't fall down like it's it's the the center of gravity seems to constantly be shifting in these characters right yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. Like getting from one area to another if you decide to run there Good fucking luck, because you're smoking oh. a fence at some point, and, and that's it. I like that the only death was water. Like, you could drop yeah. thousands yeah. of feet, but water, no, 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 no. That's such a, I like that. That's almost a nod to the video game industry, or the yeah. video game world in general. It's like, water? No thing. What is this? Grand Theft Auto Five? You can't swim. It's incredible. So, <clears throat> there are multi, you know, if, if it wasn't said in the gameplay, there are multiple different... There's a huge map of a city with an island resort and a, and a downtown area and a mountain and a resort. Mountain. And like, yeah. yeah, and so like it's got a, and tons of water surrounding it. And it, they have these little stations all over the map where you can pull a lever and get a box and they have different missions for you, whether they're time or quality level. Yeah, like quality of the package. So you can't damage yeah. the package en route. Yeah, yeah. and usually there's a, a vehicle that is spawned with these missions that start. And we've seen helicopters and golf golf carts and go-karts and trucks and forklifts. Lots of different varieties. Yeah, it's uh, it was, uh, god damn. It was, it was a, a, a ton of fun to experiment with the different vehicles. Like it seemed like every delivery had a thesis statement, like surrounding <laughs> a different vehicle type. Um, or yeah, a ramp yeah. or a jump. And it's like, this is the one where it's going to be hard to keep the passenger in the vehicle at the same time as you go off the jump. And the one thing that I could right. see being very frustrating, especially in it with my personality and, and uh, is a lot of the time you don't really have control over whether or not you succeed. It's just randomized physics in a weird way. Yeah. Like when you go yeah. off a ramp and I'm just on the back of a truck if i <laughs> stay in the back of the truck great but like there's nothing right. really i can do to determine whether or not that happens and that's both the fun and the frustration of this game oh absolutely and yet like i think it just kind of depends on the user at this point like yeah what at what point are you approaching this game also i don't know how much this retailed for but i imagine it's probably 20 to 30 dollars at least probably so if i was paying $30 for this, would I be like, 
like laughing so hysterically as opposed to the perceived value of being free or whatever, twelve ninety nine a month is like, is it, that would definitely change how I felt about this game. Right. No, no, I agree with that. It, there, there's something about the fact that it was uh, essentially free for us because we have uh, Game Pass that made it okay. So it's fourteen ninety nine Canadian. So that's actually no, not too bad. No, that's way, not bad. Like I've, I've said this a bunch of times on the podcast before. The way I gauge it, it's going to cost fourteen fifteen bucks to go see a movie. So if I can get two good hours out of it, I'm I'm fine paying that. Yeah. Um, especially considering the fact that like if this is couch co op and it's you and whomever you're quarantining with. Just yep. picking this up and and knowing you're going to get a solid two hours out of it, I, I I think that this is actually something you'd want to consider. Or if you have Game Pass, you got Game Pass, and that's it. Um, you know, it's so funny too that like a lot of games <clears throat> I think about because I associate games with re- relaxation or you know uh, recharging or whatever, not 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 stress. And because I've never played Dark Souls, um, but. Uh, you better get it all in now, Mikey, because you know next week it's not going to be around I, anymore. I was thinking about that. Well, okay, so I mean, I you. When you think about the type of game that I like because I like Dark Souls, this is yeah. literally exactly the opposite of that. Opposite, there's yeah. one there's one thing in common, and that's that you can't be frustrated with failure in this game or in Dark Souls. But failure in Dark Souls comes when you as the user uh, do something wrong. Failure okay. in this comes at seemingly random. So you yes. need to be okay with the fact that like if you're playing poker and you get a bad hand, there's nothing you can do about that. And you have to be okay with it. Um, and, and, and I was because the process of getting to even failure in this game was fun and funny and had stories. Like there was one point where we were trying to jump over a drawbridge mm-hmm. and, and I was on the back of the truck. I had nothing to hold on to. And you took off off the ramp and I flew out of the back. As soon as the, the <laughs> truck left, somehow the momentum carried me across the gap of the drawbridge. And I yeah. just rolled up to the car. Once you landed on the other side and I was like, all right, I'm here too. I guess, <laughs> I guess we did it. It was like great physics of just like dusting yourself off and going like, okay, where do we do next? You know, after, <laughs> after hurtling a thousand feet from the air. Um, yeah. But I was going to say, it's like, I, I come to games for relaxation and, and so often I think about like, oh, this would be a good game uh, to smoke with or have a beer with oh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. This game, I'm not so sure because it's, it's so inherently silly and things just don't make sense as it is, like uh, controls wise. If I am altered in any way, I think this game goes from like me laughing to going, oh my God, I can't even get in the yeah. It's, you know? it's like st- stimulation overload. Like there's so totally. much going on. And part of that is the character design and the level design, which is which is great in this game. It's very simple, but it's very great. Um, and then another part is the sound design. Like yeah. when, you, when you're holding a package and it kind of bangs up against the, the car or something, it's loud. And it sounds like you just broke all the glass <laughs> in the world. And like maybe that stress, if you were in an altered state, like a little bit drunk or a little bit high or whatever, that may be a little bit much. But I could also see that being a ton of fun. I honestly, this is one of those few games where I'm like, um, let's play this game. Like, I, yeah. on, I, I, I want to play with people. It's the same way that I, I'm glad I brought up Overcooked before because there is a certain element of that where it's Overcooked can be kind of stressful. This, I can't imagine being stressful unless you're like trying to hundred percent it or something like. Which I don't yeah, even know why which, you would do. Which would be a bad decision. Like, don't yeah. do that. Don't no. try that. That's not what this game is about. And I think as soon as this game does become frustrating, is when it mm-hmm. stops being fun. So I don't know, like, how much longer we could have played and had a maybe it's two hours maybe it's four hours maybe it's 
half an hour. I don't know, yeah, but I, I, I think yeah. maybe let's let's get into it. So, so as we kind of touched on before, uh, usually what we do is we, re- we review the game as we remembered it in the past. Mm-hmm. And then as it stands in the modern day after the gameplay, obviously in this case, we didn't play this game in our past. So what we're going to do is imagine what we would have thought of this game and rate it out of four bits uh, back in the day and then rate it as we uh, out of four bits again in uh, uh, as we as we think it stands today. So do you want to start, Andrew? What would little baby boy Andrew think about this game? So, okay, without ruining what my next review is going to be, I don't think... I I always think I've had a sense of humor. I always think I've enjoyed the the absolute insane daffiness of, like, some really over-the-top humor. But I don't think that would have translated to video games. I don't think I would have appreciated... I think I would have thought this game is broken. Not like, oh, oh I really, yeah. you know, like, oh, I really, oh, this is crazy. Oh my God. I think I would have been like, what the fuck is going on? I just want to deliver this goddamn package. Right. And, and like, it makes me sound like such a bummer as a, as a child, but it's kind of like, just like, I don't think I would have appreciated it for the reasons that I kind of liked it today. So I'm going to give this, oh man, how low do I go? Like, I think I would have given this, oh, I'll give it a two. I almost went to 1.5, but I'll give it a two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think especially back in the day, I had more patience for, um, a game that was a little bit broken, a game Mm -hmm. that was just about having fun and not necessarily about succeeding because I had more time to play them. So I didn't really care if like that hour that I'd spent that day was about kind of throwing it away and having a bit of a laugh. Right. Um, so I think back in the day, and it, again, it, it, it depends on when we're reviewing it, but if I if I was a kid and I were sitting on a couch and playing this with someone else, I think I could have played this forever. Like I was the kind of kid who could sit down with action figures and and act out a scene for literally three hours. Like this, yeah. this was kind of, this is kind of a toy box come to life. And that's right up my alley. As a kid, especially, I think I would have given this game a three out of four. A three. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So a two and a three, that's a five out of eight. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Seems All fair. right. So what about, right. uh, what about, uh, today, Andrew, this is, <sighs> this is old adult Andrew. This is waking oh. up, drinking coffee black. <laughs> this is probably going to die in a couple years. Cause he's what? so goddamn old now. Yeah. It's and, and, and like, I don't know if he has life insurance yet, but he should really start oh. thinking about that. He's oh, probably man. getting his prostate checked a lot. Cause he's at that age. No, I'm Andrew, not. Andrew, what do you <laughs> I've had my prostate checked more times than I can count. I, I, yeah, I never have. Oh man, that's kind of scaring me now. Um, it's supposed to be the size of my forearm, right? Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be shaped like your forearm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So with my two, I hate to say it, but like, I have to give it a lower score in the previous thing because at book ending, I kind of really like this game. And I, I just want to make it kind of clear that like, when I give it the score I do, it's not comparative to other games that I have given the exact same score to. It's just sure. that those, those games are trying very two different things. And while this game is just so understanding that it's stupid and it's not supposed to be accurate and it's supposed to be silly. And, and, and like with that all being acknowledged, it might get the same score as something that's trying for something very seriously and failing. So right. I, I'm, I can't, I'm going to give this a three out of four. I, I think it was oh, just, yeah. it was, fun like we i I laughed so hard playing this game that and there's so many different ways you can play we were playing cooperatively at the end we were playing a little competitively like (laughs) 
I just us both with both of us with both hands on the package, <laughs> trying to be the ones that deposit it into the place it's supposed to go, and ultimately failing as a result failing. of it. Yeah, I know. That was a nice little like um, motto for teamwork there. Like if we yeah. tri- if we all try and go on our own, we're gonna fail. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna give us a three out of four. It's just and like there are other three out of four games I've given that are good, but man, it, it, this is not. You're not gonna play this game for 40 hours, but you the 10 hours you might put into it is gonna be a ton of fun. Yeah, and and I think that uh, that's so key is establishing the parameters of this review because there are games that I gave a three to that I think are much better games. Oh yeah, right. And and I think that uh, that the review that I give this one is going to be comparative to some of the better games that we've played. And I'm not saying that this is a better game, but when you're reviewing, I think you're absolutely right. You have to take into account what the intention of the game was. And absolutely. in this game, the the intention was. Uh, just a, sh- a fucking weird ass good time and they succeeded at that and it's for 15 bucks or 10 bucks whatever it is or free if you have uh, the game pass you can't go wrong I, I i had so many laughs in this one from, from the, the game turns on and you're in the world and i loved the design and i loved how silly it was already i was like i'm fucking in i know i'm in and uh, and it really didn't disappoint even when it was impossible it didn't disappoint so i'm giving yeah. this one also a three out of four yeah, you know what? And so what's kind of incredible about that is last week we gave Gears of War both threes. <laughs> like, uh-huh. we gave, that's we gave, that's we, a great point, yeah. So it's kind of like a great counterbalance. They are going for wildly two different things. And right. yet they are doing the exact same level of success in the two very different things that they're going for. Right. Um, you know, like this is going to get a better current score than Left 4 Dead. You know, like, so it's just kind of keeping things in perspective, I, but... Yeah, honestly, think it deserves that. Like, like that's like that's that's you. the thing is, is um, but right now you and I have to go play a game. Right now, would you rather uh, play Left 4 Dead or would you rather play this? You know what's funny? I if we were playing multiplayer, I'd rather play Left 4 Dead than Gears of War. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's, it's so it's just like because the other thing too is like you don't play Left 4 Dead alone right and it's the same thing with right. this thing you wouldn't play it alone whereas Gears of War you can and it'd be really good because the story is right. really good uh, well whatever but it's you know a mixed bag but at least it's interesting um, yeah. whereas these ones are reliant on co-op but they're fun as co-op games um, so I don't know you know I, I that's that's kind of my that's kind of my caveat so but in, in our retro scores I give it a 2 and a 3 so that's a 5 and a 8 excuse me I give it a 2 Mikey give it a 3 for a five out of eight. And in our current scores, we both gave it threes for a six out of eight for a combined score of 11 out of 16. Holy fuck. There are a <laughs> lot, there are many games, many famous popular games that have a lower score than that. Um, but Incredible. I think that's also what happens when we play current games is that inherently they're a little bit more polished or purposely unpolished in this case. Yeah. Um, so the retro score is going to benefit a little bit from that. Yes. And obviously the current score benefits from it because it's made for, a modern audience uh so obviously it's going to stick up to a modern audience uh, as well yeah i i don't mind it having that score I, I think that the scores that i'm seeing of like 50s and 40s it's like clearly they didn't get the point they missed it they missed something i really yeah. believe that yeah i i think so. honestly i think so too i think it's just that it's you gotta appreciate it for what it is and does it do a good job of that it you know we played this game for a lot longer than we play some other games and we laugh the whole time well you know that's pretty good you know like yeah. I, I can't ask for much more than that and for a good price yeah um i i'm giving this one a, a retrograde recommend absolutely I totally, and i, I yeah. think you're on the same page 
I, I think so. And in like in a time right now where, you know, we are so desperate for human connection with other people and to be able to play with other people, it'd be fun to not boot up Call of Duty and shoot all your friends and maybe hmm. instead do this where you get to actually work together, kind of. <laughs> and yeah. put your hands all over everything. I mean, yeah. remember that feeling? That was a yeah. great feeling. You can do that in this game. <laughs> if for nothing else, just boot this game up and touch a bunch of packages. Absolutely. Please. Oh boy. I'm glad you moved it up from ladies instead of boys and girls. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Deep Bats. We love every single one of you. We hope you are staying stay, staying sane and safe in this weird time. And we appreciate you listening, but we can't wait to talk to you soon. Game over. Feel free to review the podcast. <clears throat> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat now. So dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good. <laughs> this is good podcasting. <laughs>